Why are you? Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. She's it working. It worked. She's working. Okay. She's working. Lauren. We're not okay. It's fine. It's fine. Words? Words. I gotta say them. <laughs> Too bad. Podcasts <laughs> are mostly just words. <laughs> not good at words right now, but we're gonna try our best, and that's what matters. <laughs> because we have a new, we have a new subject for yeah. must watch. Hopefully, we're all recovered from the 1883 finale last week. I might still be crying every time I think about it, but like that's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I might not have stopped thinking about it ever since I watched it. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. We're tra- we've got a new. Um, we've got a lot of new topics actually. We do. We're pivoting yeah. to focus on scandals because. 99.9% of the shows coming out right now are based on real life scandalous things that happened. It is actually insane. Yeah, it actually is insane. So, Should we try to list them? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. These are some of the shows that we're going to be talking about in the next like month or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have Pam and Tommy. Okay. Which has already premiered and is um, almost at its finale. Yes. We have Super Pumped. The Uber show. Uh-huh. We have Inventing Anna that's already out on Netflix. Uh-huh. We have The Dropout coming to Hulu. Uh-huh. We have We Crashed coming to Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe and Carol based on Tiger King podcast. Not Tiger King the show, the podcast. The podcast. That's on Peacock. <sighs> what else is there? There's uh, more. There's a lot more. There's just a lot happening. Well, there's a... Bad Vegan on Netflix, the docu-series. The Thing About Pam. The Thing About Pam, Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. That's on NBC. That's the only network one yeah. so far. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of this yeah. stuff, and we're going to do our best to distill some of the biggest themes, point out mm-hmm. the ones that you should and shouldn't be checking out, and we're going to start this week with our, our first Scandals episode, um, focusing on Inventing Anna and Pam and Tommy. Yeah. Since those two are already mostly out, so you can mostly watch them all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Inventing Anna's all out. Inventing Anna's all out. Pam and Tommy has by the time more? Yeah, by the time you're listening to this, there will just be the Pam and Tommy finale left. So, so yeah. So, welcome to Must Watch Scandals. I am Jean Bentley. I'm Lauren Peaster. And we're we're here to talk about TV, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much so, what we do anyway. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of our whole job. I still don't know how I made that my job, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. How did, <laughs> how did we do that? I don't know how we did Speaking that. Speaking of scandals, how did I make that happen? <laughs> it is a big scandal. <laughs> like, I just watched a lot of TV as a kid, and then I just made yeah. my job. So, actually, it's for work. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about Inventing Anna first. Now, this has been out for a couple of weeks. It is Shonda Rhimes' first show that she has written yeah. for Netflix. Bridgerton was her first produced show. Right. So that was from Shonda Land, but this is like literally from the brain of Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Based on the real life situation with this this fake socialite who basically yes. just like scammed her way through the 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 Upper East Side, I guess, yeah. and just like across the world too. She just sort of made all these people think she was super rich. Yes, and she was not. She was not. So her, she went by the name Anna Delvey and kind of positioned herself in New York City society as this like 
heiress who just was always having trouble accessing her trust, you know? Yes, she had a trust. Oh, her father was going, yes. her father was going to buy this. She was going to get her trust. Yes. The money was coming. <laughs> and she has the most insane accent I've ever heard and is in in real life. In real life and is played really wonderfully by yeah. Julia Garner Extremely who well. does an insane sounding accent, but then you compare the tape. It is her real it accent. Is, it sounds like this woman. And I think part of the complication is that, so she was pretending she was German, but she was actually Russian and grew up in Germany. Like that yeah, is was, the origin of just where in the world this accent came yeah. from. But it's almost one of those situations where they almost needed to make it a little less ridiculous in order for me to take the show seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is real yeah. once you once you compare the two, but it's too yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> but it was but it but when you're listening to it, when you're watching it, you're like this It takes some getting used to it. Cannot possibly sure. be how a real person speaks. And yet and yet. So then I spent a lot of time wondering yeah. like how everyone around her was taking her seriously. Yeah. But I think that like okay, so the way the show was structured, I thought was really interesting because basically you get these um, flash. The, the time structure is pretty nonlinear. You kind of are following um, Anna Glumsky. I don't know, really know how to play, pronounce her name. I'm so sorry. Anna Glumsky, Glumsky, I think. Glumsky. Anna Glumsky. Um, my girl herself. Um, is a journalist and she hears about this crazy story and goes to Rikers and is basically interviewing... no one at her magazine wants her to write about it. They want her to write about other stuff. And she's like, no, this is an important story that I'm obsessed with. There you go. And she she does. But against all odds, she does it. And so the story, the show kind of is like, her talking to Anna in Rikers and then flashbacks to the stories that she's telling or the lies that she's telling yeah, or, or, the, or what other people are what telling. other people are telling Vivian Vivian is the uh, is the reporter based on Jessica Pressler who is the reporter who wrote this expose for New York Magazine. She also wrote the story that the movie Hustlers was based on. So basically, Jessica Pressler, we were big fans. So how much was Vivian based on her? I think that, you know, in theory, she's based on her, but first of all, her journalistic practices are nothing. Vivian is... She's a bad journalist. Vivian is a bad journalist. And, like, we're TV journalists. Like, we we verge on, like, not real journalism. (laughs) But even we know that, like, there was... Her behavior was questionable yeah. the entire time. Yes, and um, Jessica Pressler is a very well-respected, wonderful journalist, yeah. and so that alone is really like, <laughs> what? And I just can't see an editor being like, no, this isn't a story. Yeah. At least not after her first day of investigating it, you know? Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> yeah. She just needed someone to be against her, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So that was really weird. It also just, like, having watched all of Scandal, it was so, and all of Grey's Anatomy multiple times, it was so shondy that I was, like, having trouble. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, let, like, there's a ton of 
Grey's scandal alums in the show. (laughs) Yeah, basically the whole cast. A lot of scandal people. And, um, but the tone, the pacing, everything is very Shonda E. Yeah. Which, like, I love. Yes. As I said, I have watched Grey's Anatomy like three times all the way through. Yeah. This is not anything against Shonda. It just was like, it just was strange to watch this story that I had read. In told in Shonda speak, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. The thing that I, I'm not quite sure I enjoyed was the structure of the episodes. So basically each one kind of centered one of these side characters and like told Anna's story from that point of view or like revealed their part of the story and how they related in the big picture and I think that that might not have been the best choice because I don't really care about all of the people. Yeah. I don't think that the characters you're learning about in the beginning are that interesting. So I think it takes a little bit of time to get into the show. I don't think I was really like sold on the show or, or fully in until they went to Morocco. And that's already halfway through the season, which um, was really interesting. But that's when like the juiciest parts about this this is when Anna's house of cards is falling down a little bit and people are kind of calling on her to oh that trust fund that you say you had like pay up babe and uh and so that's when it got interesting to me because you know before the you the show kind of establishes that the reason that this woman is able to kind of flit in and become friends with all of these people is that she was really authentically acting like a rich person. Mm-hmm. She knew the wines to order. She knew the clothes to wear. She knew the attitudes to have. And so these people didn't question anything about it. But by the time they get to Morocco is when everyone's starting to be like, maybe there's something off about this woman because, huh, turns out she's not everything she says she is. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that might be... A big part of my of my biggest gripe for sure I just felt like we were too it was too sympathetic to this girl yes. who like stole money from people and was yes. like scamming a ton of people yes that was that's essentially my other complaint is that it was too nice it was too nice to this yeah, woman she's a criminal she is a criminal and I, I think that I can understand the points they were trying to make in terms of like wanting to be accepted, wanting to make your own way in the world. And, and I do believe that this woman legitimately thought she was going to kind of create this social club, uh, charity, whatever she was trying to do. But the fact of the matter is that she didn't do that. And she scammed a lot of people. And, uh, I don't blame the people involved for, um, being kind of salty about how they were portrayed. (laughs) <laughs> also, as like a pretty big fan of the Real Housewives, it, that I like, I feel like Anna Delvey could be really fun, told more from that perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it, it what like it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, where like the ridiculousness mm-hmm. is so fun to watch and so fun to be like I'm not in this world, and I just felt like I needed. Like, why were we getting so much of the perspective from this journalist 
who the, was just like, I don't have any money. The world's <laughs> like, worst journalist. Yeah. Yeah, that was really I wanted weird. more of the rich side of it. Yeah. I wanted more of why why this worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are Real Housewives who where you're like, do you have money? I can't tell. Where did you get your money? Yeah. And it's literally because they were scamming people. That is multiple times that has happened in the past two years. <laughs> so, like, just the fact that I wasn't having that kind of fun yeah. with this, I don't know. Yeah. But then, but then again, the Shonda of it all meant that I did enjoy it and I did watch yes. it really easily. Yes. Because she is... Talented. There was just something, <laughs> but, there was just like something that wasn't yeah. fully coming together for me. And it was like, it was like no one could decide exactly what was fun about this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like, I just didn't care about the journalist. I just mm-hmm. didn't care about mm-hmm. her. And that's no one's fault. No. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not that Anna. It's not Anna's Klumsky, fault. She was great. Um, the character was bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one one thing though, I will say that it, I thought was really interesting about the character is that you don't usually see working um, mothers or working pregnant yeah. women, and I thought that was really Shonda's great. Shonda's great about that. Yeah. That was not my issue. It was just more like I almost would have liked to see this story told more um, chronologically and more mm-hmm. of like us seeing from the perspective of the other rich people. Yeah. Her downfall, you know? Totally. Totally. It's really interesting. And then also, if you're kind of like me, and I assume Lauren, and you want to know, you Googled where she is now. Um, Anna Delvey is currently, she she served her sentence. She got out of jail and or prison and then got immediately sent to ICE detention and is in the process of getting deported but she's in ice custody and she's still giving interviews to Deported me. to where? That's the question. Is she going to get deported to Germany or to Russia? Because, well, yikes. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. But she is in custody right now, but different custody. Gotcha. Okay. How fun for her. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, Listen, normally I'm not a fan of deportations. Yes. But... She's a criminal. She is a criminal. <laughs> I I will say that it was nice to see a Shonda show. It's something about that is very comforting. And I'm glad that this was a limited series because I don't need to see any more. But I would like to see the next thing that Shonda is working on. And I will tell you that um, I believe the next thing she is writing is the Queen Charlotte Bridgerton oh, spinoff. Um, I want so, that. you know. Uh, that's going to be amazing. We know that's going to be amazing. I do have one more thought about this. Yes. Is that, like, so many people are so kind of against rich people right now. And so it's like, you know, we're all like, eat the rich, take the billionaires down. Mm-hmm. So, like, the f- the fact that, like, the person who could have been relatable, the journalist, ends up, like, kind of falling for her in a way at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Just, like... There was something off about that. Mm-hmm. It was like, once again, they couldn't decide what they were saying or what was going to be fun about this or like... Yeah. Because there could have been fun in like this girl kind of taking down the whole idea of like being a rich person. Mm-hmm. But they didn't 
stick with any of those things. Yeah. Well, one thing that I would also like to point out that I found really interesting. Um, did you watch the Tinder Swindler documentary at all? I didn't finish it. Okay, so it. that was a Netflix documentary that also that that came out a couple weeks ago as well, and it was about this guy who basically scammed a ton of women all over the world out of money by convincing them he was dating them, he was in mm-hmm. love with them, and he needed their money for security because his enemies were after him or whatever bullshit reasons he gave them. And I find it fascinating that he is living free, dating a model in Israel, and yet Anna Delvey slash Sorokin, which is her real name, the the things that she scammed um, were mainly institutions like banks and uh, American Express and uh, she actually had to serve time for her crimes. He should and also be in well, prison. He should definitely be in prison. But it's interesting to look at how she um, was punished versus how this, this man was not. And yeah. I think that's an interesting comparison. And I think we'll have more to talk about when um, Bad Vegan comes out. Oh, yeah. I just... If someone asked me for $20,000... I would not give it to them. <laughs> if if I was dating them, no. if I had twenty thousand dollars, if I had a million dollars, I just like wouldn't give a give no someone twenty thousand dollars like that. Who you just or met? 50, or hundred? Yes. Like, I just wouldn't. Yes. Even someone that like I knew, like I'm trying to think like maybe my mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. I. <laughs> it's <laughs> just I just don't understand that. Yeah. Like I would never give someone I met on Tinder. Just, like, give them $20,000 or whatever. Right. And just, like, with Anna, I just wouldn't be like, sure, you can borrow thousands of dollars from me. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I don't get it. It's weird how that happens. Though I think it's easier for me to understand with Anna because she would pay for stuff and then she'd be like, oh, my credit card isn't working or, like, my dad Mm -hmm. cut me off. Can you get this bill? And then she obviously Mm -hmm. just couldn't actually pay the bill. Um, so it's definitely different than like, take out a loan and give me 40 grand, <laughs> like yeah. the Tinder Swindler asked. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. But either way, it's yeah. just, money's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's very weird. Yeah. I don't know. Because even though earlier I said she was a criminal, now I'm rethinking, now I have <laughs> questions about my own thoughts. <laughs> How so? I just like... I don't know. This is actually just like a more uh, a trickier subject, I think, because like she is she is a criminal. She did yes, bad things. Yes, yes, yes. She did. But like she did it in a system that allowed her to do it. Right, and you know I think the sh- the point the show makes that I don't really agree with basically is that um, she really did intend to start this organization yeah. to start this charity, and like well, but she didn't. So she's still a criminal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all the things that people intended to do. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a theme. Yeah, coming up. Exactly. Oh yeah. People love to intend things. Totally. And not follow through. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. And that's a little, little teaser for upcoming episodes. Anyway. So what, all those projects we mentioned. Um, 
it's okay if you don't want to watch them all because it's a crap load of television. We Not will all help, of them really. Yeah, we will talk you through the ones that you we think you should watch. So I think that Inventing Anna is worth watching if you are a Shonda fan. Yeah, it's just like fun, but it's not like groundbreaking. Yeah, it's not, you know. Yeah, the best show in the world. Um, so now let us pivot to the other show that we're going to talk about this week, and that is Pam and Tommy, which is another on one to have mixed feelings about. Yes. Uh, so basically, it's re-examining the. Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape scandal from the 90s. And the thing that's interesting about this to me is that the first three episodes are very different than the subsequent five. So the first three are like setting up this world, introducing the characters, introducing how the sex tape eventually made its way into pop culture and is like, ha, remember this? That's so crazy. Look at these people. There's two like silly kids in love and then it's kind of like record scratch tables turn oh you thought that's what this show is about but actually um you're kind of a piece of shit for engaging in any sort of joking about this because this was actually a criminal act and these people were victims and Pamela Anderson's entire career was ruined because of internalized misogyny and uh, no one's ever po- apologized to her. And don't you feel bad? And the answer is like, yeah, actually, totally. You you feel so, bad. Do you do you like that? Because I almost feel like the show could have used a little bit of the inventing Anna structure uh-huh. of like, give us a give us a hint that things change. Yeah, because I found the first few episodes off putting. Yeah, I think that. I liked it in the sense that I just got, first of all, I got really engrossed by the hair and makeup on the show is incredible. Lily James and Sebastian Stan completely transform into these people. They are doing incredible jobs. I will say when I was watching, I was watching Sebastian Stan and Pamela Anderson. Mm -hmm. I was not able to think of him as anything other than Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Yeah. But Lily was gone. Oh my God. It was Pamela Anderson. Oh my God. And she's so, she is just incandescent she is like radiates warmth and i i think that is the reason why the show works Mm -hmm. because lily james is so good and the more you watch the madder you get about what kind of injustices happened to this woman and i think that it kind of does turn some of that internalized misogyny that we all have because that's just the way our society is and kind of like oh actually yeah it was super messed up that this thing happened that it turned into a joke that Jay Leno thought it was okay to talk to this woman about something so completely private and Mm -hmm. painful and personal on uh, The Tonight Show as like a punchline it's it's messed up it's messed up yeah I agree. I just, I just, I don't know. I always am a little bit, um, I, I, I struggle with shows that like take a while to show you what they really are. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, you know, a mystery box show or something like that. But with this kind of thing, when there is already such a controversy around it because the real Pam and Tommy kind of did not want it to happen at all. 
and we're not on board with it happening. It just, I don't know, it might have been, a, <laughs> it might have been nice for them to kind of give an indication that, like, they understand the actual story. Yeah, I think that is such a good point. I feel like the way that they released it kind of helps that a little bit because they did release the first three episodes that are really this, like, one uh, unit they release those the first week and then the subsequent episodes have been released weekly. Mm-hmm. And so each with each subsequent weekly release, you kind of feel more sympathy and more righteous anger towards what happened to, to these, these people in general, uh, but specifically Pamela Anderson. And um, so I think that does help a little bit, but you're absolutely correct. Like it, it, it shouldn't take you, you know, four episodes to get to what your show really is. It definitely shouldn't. Yeah, and I just, like, because then it's just going to take longer for people to, to like, (laughs) to not be mad, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Because people were mad. Yeah. Like, I've heard a lot of people who were boycotting it because they knew that Pamela Anderson was so unhappy. And I don't blame them because that is basically my qualm with the show. I think that Lily James is... So incredible. She does Pamela Anderson yeah. such justice. And like, it sucks that Pam isn't on board with yeah. this incredible portrayal of her. Yeah. I th- I think that... But I could see her watching the yes. first episode and being like, well, th- I don't want this. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I lived this. Or, or just not wanting to rehash it in public yeah. again. That sucks, too. That this is yeah. something that's always going to follow her. And so I fully understand. And that is the reason that I can't fully... you know, embrace the show, but I think it is really worthwhile. And I think that there is really fun and interesting work going on, but I guess. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, the, the needle drops are great. Yeah. The, the music is wonderful. The hair and makeup. They look amazing. Spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, it's just a little sticky. You know? Yes, it is. It definitely is. I will say um, it was interesting. I, I interviewed Sebastian yes. Stan. How was that? It was amazing. I talked to him for spin, which he should be able to read by now. And if not um, soon, it's fine. Um, and he, ta- he told me that basically transforming into Tommy was a hard process for him because he just really has nothing in common with him. He has no tattoos. He does not have nipple rings. He... Sorry. He doesn't play an instrument. He was like, the closest I got to playing an instrument is karaoke. Um, We all know how much Sebastian Stan loves He loves 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 his karaoke. Um, And and so it was definitely um, an undertaking for him as well. So then, like, what did he connect with? Like, what... (laughs) Well, I think that one thing, just from my perspective, that he nails is just like that total 90s bro whole thing it just Mm -hmm. that that rang so true for me and I think that the parts where he basically is just like a guy in love with this woman but he's kind of inept at like functioning in you know yeah adulthood <laughs> yeah he has no concept of hardship uh, yes exactly <laughs> and he has no concept and this is the thing that you kind of get as the episodes go on is that these people just have no concept of how different everything is for a woman than they are for a rock star yeah you know it's I just also, totally different 
Also, just, like, things were so messed up in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That, and we didn't, and, like, we might realize it, but it didn't matter, because the world at large didn't realize it. Exactly. But, but but we definitely realize it now, and I will say, if you watch the first couple episodes and you're like, this feels kind of, like, glorifying it, I will say, the tables turn. The tables yeah. really do turn. Yeah, I mean, the most recent episode, or I guess it would be last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. With... The deposition. Oh my with God, Pam was incredible. incredible. And she was amazing. Oh, incredible! It was amazing. Absolutely, like you get goosebumps. It, yeah. Lily James it so is good. so good, and I do hope that Pamela Anderson does not need to talk about this ever. But I do hope she watches it and gets some vindication that people people get her and yeah. understand and that Lily James did that an Lily James job. really respects her and Lily James deserves yeah. like a lunch or some drinks with Pamela Anderson. <laughs> exactly. She doesn't have to do anything else. I yeah. just hope she like acknowledges yeah that Lily did an amazing job. And and I also feel like I don't know if this is just my own memory kind of writing in these things, but I feel like people that I know who have worked with Pamela Anderson have said nothing but good things about yeah, her. I've never heard anything. I have bad. never heard anything bad about this woman, and it just makes me more infuriated that she was treated this way. Yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. Misogyny sucks, guys. That's now, the message. <laughs> can we also talk about the talking penis? Oh yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> I understand that it's from Tommy's book, because Tommy's apparently a crazy person. Yeah. It was just so jarring, even though I knew it was funny. <laughs> yeah. An animatronic penis. With the voice of with Jason With the voice Manzoukas. of Jason Manzoukas. It was just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't think that you really need words to... Because, uh... like, just, just think about the feeling that those those phrases invoke in you <laughs> it just was it's like, indescribable the way it was the way it was like animated <laughs> i was like i don't <laughs> this is too close to me yeah i don't like it yeah even though like sebastian stan is very hot <laughs> but he's but, but like tommy's gross <laughs> Yeah. Just a really confusing time. It was confusing. I that's another thing that I found really interesting and I I also asked Sebastian Stan about that to kind of like it's interesting when the show was coming out before it premiered that people were just asking him about his penis all the time. And obviously that was animatronic and like it's fake, but I was like, do you think about all of these questions that you got asked through the lens of how Pamela was treated and, and kind of the way that we come to look at this situation through the later episodes of the show. And he was like, well, I definitely think that it says something about how the media hasn't changed that much in that this is what they know people are going to want to read about. So, so that's something to think about. But it's also like they had him have a talking penis on the yes, show. Exactly. I was and like, she doesn't have talking boobs. Yes, correct. I'm not also not trying to like go on a screen defending the um, journalism to Sebastian Stan in my you know 20 minutes that I had with him. No, but, no, like, this is not about. But, but, this but is not about. I him. agree. No, no, but, but, it's but about I agree. Them making yeah. the show. Yeah, it's interesting. I just and it goes back to like what they did with the first three episodes. Yeah, and how I often really have trouble with them being like, okay, just wait, and I'm like, but. You shouldn't have to tell me that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should not have to make have to like 
give me a caveat to your show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should just be able to give it to me, and I won't be, like, annoyed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I think that... You tell me what you think, but I think I think that Pam and Tommy is worth watching if you kind of want some vindication for Pamela Anderson. Yeah. But also Just if you know that the first three episodes are not yeah. what you might be wanting. Right. And also if you feel like you don't want to watch it because Pamela Anderson has not endorsed it, that is totally okay. But do know that it is very respectful of her, I think. Yeah. You could just watch episode six. <laughs> yeah. Episode six is Truly fantastic. fantastic. Um, God, Lily James just gets better and better throughout the show. It is is unreal. She's bananas good. She's extremely good. And I think the thing that the show does... Well, okay, this is going to be a segue. Are you ready? I'm prepared. So one thing that I think the show does get right regardless of how it is balanced is the tone. So maybe it goes a little too heavy on it in the first three episodes, and maybe there should have been a little bit more indication of what the show would turn into. But a show that I do not think nails its tone at all is the Showtime show Super Pumped, which is the Uber show, which we've now seen one episode. It stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the founder of Uber. Travis Travis Kroger. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. That guy. Um, and then who else? Coach Kyle Chandler as Kyle his Chandler. investor. Uma Thurman plays Ariana Huffington. Uh, it, it, it's got some figures, but I think the tone of this show is totally off. It was so off-putting to me. Uh, within the first two minutes, I was like, no. 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 I don't want this. I watched the whole episode, but I was so unhappy the whole time. I just felt like I was being attacked, and I didn't ask for this. I didn't want to know about this. No, I didn't ask. Yeah. I asked no one how they created Uber. Yeah. And I think that it's interesting. So so this doesn't quite fit into scandals because it's not like... I mean, Uber has had many scandals. Uber has had scandals. It is still operating. This man is still the CEO and a lot of A lot of what all of these shows are is like rich people doing something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it not, and it like kind of working, kind of not working. Yeah. Uber has worked, but Uber has... Yes. Done some shit that I don't. Yes. <laughs> that we shouldn't like. And literally within the first five minutes, I was like, I'm never, never. using Uber again. Never like, using never. it again. I'm deleting these apps. Did Absolutely. I? I didn't, but, I'm don't, but I don't <laughs> yeah. want to use them ever Plan again. Plan to. Um, yeah, I uh, didn't love it. It, no. it felt like, I just couldn't understand the point because basically. Yes. It's, what is the point <laughs> of this? Because it starts by introducing Travis, played by JGL, Joe Golove. I call him um, Jiggle sometimes. Jiggle. Oh yeah, that, that one works. Yeah. Played by Jiggles. <laughs> Added an S. I don't think it needed to be plural. Um, played by Jiggle. Uh-huh. And the point that the show is making is this guy is an asshole. Yeah. So why do I want to watch an asshole? Also, all of the rest of these shows are about something that happened in the past, and like that thing is has died now. That person is in jail. That's they're in a trial. Their company is no longer a thing. This is not that. Yeah. This is how Uber started. And and it is. are we supposed to not want to do Uber anymore? What is the point? Who is this for? Yeah. Did, like, I'm just going to, I almost feel like the people of Uber could, could sue. Yeah. 
and be like, you're ruining our company. And they, the other thing that I didn't get is that they did this kind, this kind of like big short thing where they would have like graphics and like a voiceover yeah. explaining something, but like not quite. Oh, and it was really weird jarring voiceover. and like a weird obnoxious. voiceover where I was like, who, huh? who is what? this? <laughs> What's going on here? And it kept slipping back and forward in time. Yeah. But it wasn't to present day. It was like middle time Uber. Where, like, they were like, we're going to charge a dollar for safe rides. But guess what? It's not going to do anything. And you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that's bullshit. I just (laughs) was like, what? uh, Why? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I get, are they going for, like, a social network type of thing? Because, like, Facebook still existed. Yeah, but it just, without nuance. Yeah. Without any nuance whatsoever. It's just, like, so aggressive. Yeah. So weird in tone. So, like, made me hate Jiggle, and I love him. Yeah. Jogo love. Yeah. He's great. I had no beef with him. No. I don't, but I was like, ew, I don't want to watch this. It's really, I'm not sure how the next, because I've only watched the first episode. I'm not sure how the next episodes will play out, but this was very off-putting and not a show that I wanted to watch. I need a point. I need to know why we're doing this. I I need to know what story... We are telling. I also hate the title. Uh-huh. He does say it a lot. He's like, are you super pumped? You need to be super pumped. Yeah. But like, I always forget the title. I'm like, what is, what is what this? Is it's interesting to me too, because um, at the TCA panel for the show, the producers were talking about how they would love to do another season about like another tech or something. And I was like, oh, I don't know. What, what would you focus on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I just don't understand. Yeah. I um so I don't know. I think my uh, my first impression of Super Pumped is a hard pass from me, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, but like there are better shows. Yes. Like The Dropout coming here soon. We're going to talk about The Dropout. So definitely watch The Dropout. And this is us both having watched the first episode and loved it as we have said. Two weeks in a row now on this podcast. Yes. Love Watch it. The Dropout. We will totally talk about The Dropout next week. We're going to talk about Joe versus Carol. Why does that exist? I don't know. We'll give you our thoughts on it next week. I think there's going to be something interesting to talk about with, like, the two portrayals. The portrayal mm-hmm. of Elizabeth Holmes. Mm-hmm. The portrayal, the portrayal of Anna Delvey and the portrayal of Pamela Anderson. All mm-hmm. these blonde women mm-hmm. who might have been misunderstood. And yes. kind of what these performances do for them. Yeah. Exactly. So, because like Amanda's incredible. She's incredible too. She's Let's so good. Listen, the uh, the limited series Emmy race is already oh in high God. gear. <laughs> and if those two don't get nominated, like, I do you flip think Julia table. will? Uh, I think Julia might because she's, she's an Emmy been favorite. Before. She's uh she's one. But this for is just Ozark. such a different <laughs> kind yeah. of for, kind of uh, <laughs> part. It is. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it depends we'll see. on how the Emmy voters react to that accent. But uh, but yeah, so stay tuned. That is it for, for this week. We hope you like our scandal series is what we're calling it. Um, we're also if, always available on Twitter if you still want to talk about 1883. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> still morning. Still morning. R.I.P. girl. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. girl. Um, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Hygiene. I'm at Lauren Peaster. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And let us know what you think about this uh, new topic and, and get ready to talk about the dropout because we are extremely excited about that one. We're extremely excited. It's so good. It's so good. 
Talk about another weird voice. Oh, yeah. But Amanda makes a different choice than yeah. Julia did. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> That's just a teaser, baby. <laughs> See you next week. Woohoo! Okay. Let's record this promo. Doing it in the same thing. Okay. Do you want to just do a quick read and we'll uh, kind of time it out? Did you write this script or did he write Scott this script? Scott wrote this script. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Shall we uh, read it out? It is scandal season on the Must Watch Podcast. Hi, I'm Jean Bentley. I'm Lauren Peaster. And we host the Must Watch Podcast. For the last few months, we've covered the Taylor Sheridan cowboy drama 1883, which is good in case you haven't watched it. You should watch it. But for March, we're going full scandal, inventing Anna on Netflix, Pam and Tommy, and The Dropout on Hulu, Super Pumped Uber on Showtime, Joe vs. Carol on Peacock, We Crash on Apple TV. I could go on. And maybe some Bridgerton, eventually? Oh, definitely. We will talk about some Bridgerton. So search for Must Watch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast apps. That was great. Do we need another take? I thought that was good. That was oh, 30 that was seconds. Good. Do we want to do it all in an Anna Delvey accent? <laughs> <laughs> um, we could just do another one for safety, but I thought that, I thought that was good. Just to, in right. case we wanted a little shorter, I'll just, yeah. It's scandal season on the Must Watch Podcast. Hi, I'm Jean Bentley. I'm Lauren Peaser. And we host the Must Watch Podcast. For the last few months, we've covered the Taylor Sheridan cowboy drama 1883, which is incredible. So good. But for March, we're going full scandal. Inventing Anna on Netflix, Pam and Tommy and the Dropout on Hulu, Super Pumped Uber on Showtime, Joe vs. Carol on Peacock, We Crashed on Apple TV, Do I Need to Dig Another Bread? There's a lot of it. And perhaps maybe some Bridgerton? Oh, definitely some Bridgerton. So search for Must Watch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast apps. Nailed.